everybody today we're gonna be talking about the last few chapters of frankenstein i'm melina i'm anak i'm angel i'm daniel i'm emiliano so guys just to start off our conversation i was just wondering like in what ways do victor and the monster merge together like by the end of the novel so i said that like Victor and the creature merge by realizing that they're dependent on each other, like in one way or another. Uh, while the dependency may not be like positive, it's definitely outlined by the way the monster constantly stayed near Victor, like all through the book, and how at the end Victor ended up being the one actually chasing down the monster, like through the Arctic. I think this shows that even though they hate each other and have like ruined each other's lives, the fact that they were so near each other all the time shows that there is definitely an underlying connection that could be considered like a merge. Uh, and the merge is probably formed by the fact that Victor is like the monster's god and creator and the lack of approval he gets from him causes him to want to interfere in Victor's life and existence, which ironically forces them to get closer and be even more personal. Okay. By the end of the story, they were both the monster in their own ways. Victor had given up on everything to pursue the creature and stated somewhere in the sky he would not stop until the monster was destroyed. And then vice versa with Frankenstein, he wanted revenge on Victor for abandoning him. They were both filled with revenge that came from their sorrow and unhappiness. Like for Victor, he unleashed a monster that ended up killing some some of his family members and it made him depressed and the monster became melancholy because he had no one and no one left him or cared for him and the people he thought did were just afraid of him. So essentially they merged together because they like by the end of the story they like realized like they were a monster in their own ways. Yeah, I completely agree with Melina. I also said that the reason they kind of merged together was mainly because Victor felt like he just created another copy of himself. And it's a good point because um, Victor was isolated for those, like, amount of years where he was trying to create the creature, and then he, he ended up isolating the creature itself when he went back home and just left uh, to kind of let the creature fend for itself. And one quote that I found was, God in pity made man beautiful and alluring after his own image. But my form is a filthy type of yours, more horrid even from, even from the very resemblance. And you could just tell he kind of has that regret of seeing that he just created himself into a monster pretty much. Yeah, I agree with Melina and Emiliano because I say they merge into one because they end up being mad at each other. And Victor now wants to look for him and like kill him. The death I say I also say the death of Elizabeth causes this merge because it gives Victor motivation to kill the monster after all it has done. And because they feel isolated and they uh what caused that was each other. Victor didn't want anything to do with the monster and the monster was abandoned from Victor, so he left isolated 
that's pretty much what I said on how they merged together, what I think they will cause it. And Angel, what do you think? On yeah, how they <laughs> I agree with like all of you guys. Like, um, I was just saying that they definitely merged together in the ways that, um, in the beginning, we know that the monster felt isolated. The monster um, kind of wanted things, like wanted people and attention and everything. And then once he didn't get that, he had a resentment for life. He literally wanted to kill himself. And then later, by the end of the story, Victor has the same resentment for both life and the creature as did the creature had resentment for life and Victor. And they both did pretty much like monstro like things that we would consider like monstrous things in the way that, well, Victor, first of all, backed out on his promise to the creature. And even after creating the creature to where to the point where the creature, no matter even if he lives. Like, no one's going to accept him just because of how he looks and he is a monster. No matter what the creature does, just as they look at him, they get scared. And it's just, they don't see him for who he is and everything. And they both, I think, definitely had, like, good hearts. The creature, in the beginning, wanted to, like... Like, they all had good intentions. So, Victor wanted to, like, do something beyond science like scientists and like like that's what it started out as just like an experiment trying to like like make it big I guess and then and he was putting in a lot of work and everything and the monster in the same way put a lot of work to try and get the family to like him he like learned a whole language from like books like that's pretty impressive like I think in both that way they paralleled too and, like, that's kind of what I thought about the question. So, yeah. So, the second question is, in what ways is the novel as a whole relevant to people and readers in 2021? What relevant truths, insights, warnings, or, like, reminders does it show us that can help us navigate or understand the world we're living in? I think a big thing that we saw in Frankenstein was just how insecure the creature was and we could definitely see that today in our world mainly because social media there's a lot of people who just compare themselves to these supermodels and they feel terrible about themselves that they decide to starve themselves or something when it's not necessary and you know we see that a lot in Frankenstein when he goes out into the world and he realizes how different he is from everybody and realizes how insecure he becomes just because he's different, and that should never be the case for anybody. Yeah, um, I say it's relevant to readers in 2021 because this this book has become popular over the years, and teachers have been reading this book to kids uh, in October because of Halloween. Also, it provides us how society can be towards something different, like the townspeople treating uh, the monster poorly. That's basically what I said. So on page 180, I have a quote and it said, would be children and a race of devils would be propagated upon the earth who might make the very existence of the species of a man condition 
precarious and full of terror. And I said, this quote talks about isolation and abandonment and how Frankenstein wants Victor to, Victor to make another monster like him and that could lead to destruction. I said, this quote is relevant to 2021 because the monster feels isolated and abandoned, abandoned and there's no one like him. And nowadays people feel the same way when they can't find people who are like them or who they fit in with. And sometimes that can cause negative thoughts, just like Frankenstein had thoughts about being destructive and feeling isolated and abandoned. Yeah, I totally agree with um, Melina because like definitely in 2021, we felt like isolation with the whole uh, COVID situation. And then like, I think with even like different races too, like a lot of the um, like all the people that are going to those protests and everything, we've all like been witness to that, especially this year. And I think a lot of the time, like, if we want to think of it like that, like, sometimes, like, based on race, like, literally just on race, like, people can treat you completely differently. And just, like, and it's it's literally so shallow, like, with the whole monster thing. The monster, or the creature, wasn't a monster in the beginning. Like, he was just left by his, abandoned by Victor, had no way around, like, he didn't even think, he wouldn't have had a negative perception of himself if other people hadn't reacted the way they did. If he had been accepted, there would have been no reason for him to, like, develop insecurities. Like, as kids, we probably were fine with, like, how we look. We didn't really think about, like, body image or whatever. And we were probably a lot happier. But as you grow older, as people, oh, relationships and all stuff like that, like, the relevancy is definitely we get more self-conscious based on what people say. And, oh, well, like, the whole, like, rating, like, how good you look or how conventionally attractive you look. Like, there's literal, like, trends on, like, TikTok and stuff where it's, like, um, like, what celebrity do I look the most like, kind of stuff like that, and it's kind of just like, well, why are we comparing ourselves to other people, like, it's obviously not going to make us feel good, because we're not those people, and, like, I just think that definitely, like, we could all, like, um, I guess relate to this novel in that way, so what do you think, Anuk? Yeah, I agree with what you said a lot, um, and I think it's relevant, like, the book is relevant because it teaches us lessons about how to interact with other people properly. Like, one of the main truths in Frankenstein is that it's just not always right to judge people on how they look, and obviously in the book it's obvious that so many people were just scared of the monster because of his appearance and not, like, his actions, and I feel like that's applicable in real life, too. And I feel like when it comes to that, I don't necessarily think that just because someone doesn't look like them, that feel doesn't influence their personality or anything like that. So that's why I don't think it's right to judge people on that. And also, I think the book shows us that it's not smart to fight fire with fire. Uh, and the monster loved Victor, I think, like, deep down. 
and he wanted his approval, but also felt hatred because he felt like he wasn't getting it. And this caused him to destroy Victor's life, and that kind of destroyed his own life because of that. So I feel like in real life, it's the best to treat people fairly and not to get mad at people who you know don't like you or who you don't like because it really doesn't help the situation. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, now that we're towards the end, did you guys happen to find any significant quotes that you'd like to add? Uh, I found one, and it's it says, um, Walton is startled to find the monster as hideous as Victor had described, weeping over his dead creator's body. And so this quote is basically, um, the context of this quote is that the monster, after all the pain he caused, he ended up liking his creator. And I, I thought that was like crazy because he, he was always mad at him and he wanted to like make him, like, he wanted to make him suffer for abandoning him. So, and I, uh, so the quote reveals that the love the monster has for uh, his creator was like real because he actually, he was like crying over him, his death. And, the um the prompt this quote prompts us to think in our own lives because that because it shows that it's okay to be sad about someone that doesn't like you or you don't like and yeah that's basically what i said okay so on page 181 um my quote says Remember that I have power. You believe yourself miserable, but I can make you so rich that the light of day will be hateful to you. You are my creator, but I am your master. Obey. So this quote is significant because Frankenstein is telling Victor that he can cause conflict and devastation in his life by being a murderer. And like Frankenstein is like basically threatening Victor um, because... Frankenstein wants Victor to make, like, another, like, monster like him, and Victor doesn't want to, and so that's why Frankenstein is, like, threatening him, and, like, this reveals just about Frankenstein that, like, he sees himself as the master and, like, the boss of Victor. So my quote was, for a while I destroyed his hopes, I did not satisfy my own desires. They were forever ardent and craving. Still, I desired love and fellowship, and I was still spurned. So the context is that this is from chapter 24, during the time that the monster breaks onto the ship that Victor died on in the Arctic. And when he sees his dead body, he starts speaking to, like, the ship man about his experience. And I think this quote reveals that the monster feels a deep connection to Victor and wishes that he could be accepted by him. He tries really hard to destroy Victor's life, but in reality, it doesn't make him any happier. I think this quote prompts us to think about how it doesn't make us feel better 
to make other people feel worse. It's better to confront challenges and fears with a positive attitude instead of anger. And that's what I said. Yeah, I um, had, I think, literally uh, the quote, like, right before that. So I said that, um, well, this is basically the creature talking to Walton. And he's saying, Thank you that that the groans of Clerval were music to my ears. My heart was fashioned to be susceptible of love and sympathy. And I thought this was a really significant quote because I feel like a lot of the times people can just um, form opinions without actually getting to know the person and everything and just based on like actions or something of what people have done. But a lot of the time, like, um, either like criminals or bad people or like in this case the creature they all have like a backstory that led them to be where they were and maybe if they had people that were there for them in the beginning they probably wouldn't have turned out that way the creature would not he literally was saying there was no point there was no joy like he wasn't like a like a psychopath where oh I'm just gonna kill for for the fun of it he didn't find it fun he was just it was he did it out of resentment because he's like well the people won't accept me they won't look at me they they hate me anyway might as well like try and put them through some misery try and and make them feel what I feel kind of thing and yes like even though the actions are not good and it's not going to be justified it could have been prevented. So I think a really significant thing that we could probably like try and do is like try and get to know the person before you make an opinion about them. And like, <clears throat> even if other people say things and whatever, like get to know them first, I think. Because if we make judgment and like make other people feel isolated, that's literally how like... um like school shooters come out like um like people just don't feel like anyone is giving them attention either at home or at school and then they feel like okay well I'm just well there's no point kind of thing so I think we should just be more self-aware and like aware of like other people around us um what do you think Emiliano yeah completely agree with you angel and i think for the creature it was more just like a coping mechanism you know he had so much hate and resentment in him that that was kind of the only thing that he could really do to kind of make a point and my quote was he abandoned me and in the bitterness of my heart i cursed him and it just goes back to what anook said and saying that you know as much as the creature really hated victor for what he did to him whether it was abandoning him or putting him in isolation I think once he saw the dead body, it just kind of made him realize, like, how much he actually did care for Victor. But in the end, it was just, you know, it was Victor's fault by resenting the creature so much that it had turned into the creature ended up killing all these innocent people. And I think it's just, it, it was like what Angel said, where a lot of times these kids won't get the attention that they need and they feel they have to do something to get attention. Okay, so a question I have for you guys is, how would you compare Frankenstein and Victor's relationship from the beginning to the end? So, the, the relationship in the beginning was, like, 
Victor didn't want to do or didn't want to have anything like or like do anything with the monster like he did like he abandoned him he didn't want to like to be with him and like towards the end he ended up wanting to kill him so like he had anger for him in the end yeah that was basically I said that like they get closer in like a negative way kind of because I think that the the monster becomes smarter throughout the book and it starts realizing like what's going on and that everybody hates it and I think that causes it to have like more and more anger throughout the book until it just gets to a point where it just kind of breaks and everybody just like kind of dies you know like Victor and it just kind of accelerates to being really bad. Yeah, I completely agree with the Nook. So I was thinking basically in the beginning, um, there was just a, like a lot of like indifference. Like he, Victor just didn't even want to like be near the creature. Like, and then over time, Victor at one point, like after the creature had told him his story, Victor did feel sympathy for the monster for like a, a few days okay like he was willing to make him a significant other kind of thing it was also out of the same respect that he was scared for his life kind of thing but there was a point where he did say that like he felt bad for this creature that was in front of him so i think overall at the end they did get closer because the whole idea of like the opposite of love is not hate it's indifference so hate doesn't necessarily mean like like that you just don't care hate means you do care to a like extreme extent which still shows that there is an underlying like relationship with them or dependency with each other their whole lives at the end were basically like dedicated to ruining the other one's life and then it's kind of like this is like a weird comparison but you know like perry the platypus and like dr doofenshmirtz i think that's like a perfect like example because like perry the platypus literally would always defeat him and like kill all the innators and it would ruin Dr. Doofenshmirtz's life but they had like a relationship and many times in the episodes like sometimes they'd bond together even though that it's his nemesis so I thought that that was like a really because they both give each other purpose in life and that is powerful and that does create a relationship regardless of whether it's a negative one or a positive one. Yeah, I completely agree with Angel. And just like going back to the Phineas and Ferb thing, I think we see that with any like superhero villain. It just it gives them a purpose to wake up in the morning because they're constantly competing against that one person. And I think we really saw that in Frankenstein. And even in the beginning, um, Victor was just trying to create this creature pretty much but then in the end they're just trying to ruin each other's lives but i think that just shows how much they care for each other and just to summarize what everyone said it's just 
they they truly do care for each other and just like angel said just because they hate each other doesn't mean that they didn't love each other 